Hey, welcome to episode 9 of Chatcast. I'm Ashley Park, and I'll be speaking to bands, artists, gig promoters, venue owners, and label owners to help you guys keep up to date with what's going on with music in Scotland. Uh, later on today, I'm going to have Kapil Seychasi. Uh, now that I can say his name, I'm going to say it at any opportunity. But we've got him coming in to speak about the single he's just put out, along with the music video, uh, his album that's coming out early next year, but the build-up to that. And he's also going to play a song live for us. So first Chapcast live session, hopefully it goes well and we can get some more in. But first, I'm going to play a song by a band called Watchfires. Now, this is their most recent single called The Bright in Your Bloodstream. And this is from their album that's just come out called A Quiet Rebellion. So this is Watchfires.
Hey, hey, so we've got uh, Kapil Sesha you here. Well been, pronounced. Uh, I know, <laughs> I've been practising, I've been practising. Um, so how's it's it going? It's good, it's good, how are you? Thanks yeah. for having me. No, that's alright, you're very welcome. So, um, I know you've got oh, you've got a new album coming out soon, is um, that right? April next year. April April, okay, well, that's relatively soon. I mean, I'll, I'll have a single <laughs> or two out before that, but there's an album coming out. Yeah, yeah. but there's a single yeah. coming out to promote the album. Yeah, uh-huh. there's, okay. there's been a couple out already. There was one in September 2015, one in April this year, and there'll be another one out in August. So okay. that's the next thing coming up. Okay, And there's the <clears throat> single is Caustic Wit. Uh, that's a single that's just come out in April. Yeah, right, okay. I was touring that for a couple of weeks just there between March and April. So last date I would have played would have been in Glasgow in May, and I'll be picking up the live stuff again in August and then September. So yeah, all right, okay. Uh-huh. Um, so what's the what's the single about? What's the song about? Uh, Caustic wit. Yeah, it's part of the narrative of the album as a whole. But that song, this message specifically in that song, is how. You can't really make jokes to explain away things that are wrong in your life, I suppose. Like, the song's specifically about, like, oh, you can't make jokes about mental illness and expect the mental illness to get better. Sometimes you have to do other things to actually okay. attack that at the source. So you're saying that you're, you're against joking about things? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a strange thing. It's a strange mix of, like, joking about things is fine. I'm the exact kind of person the song's directed at. I make jokes to, like, get through things all the time. But... The the song's essentially about the fact that there's a limit to that, I feel, and that you can't do that for an infinite amount of time. There comes this point where you have to stop and you have to, like, you know, take things head on, perhaps.
<laughs> so that was a uh, caustic wit, and um, so you had a music. You have a music video. I do this. have a music how, video. How did how did that come about? Was that your decision? Were you like, yeah, I'm yeah, going to make a video. Yeah, it was the first time I attempted to direct something myself. Actually. Oh, you directed it? I yeah, didn't know. I had yeah, no well, idea. Uh-huh. But it only turned out as well <clears> as as it did because of the parties involved. Like I'm like their pet project. Whereas whenever I want to do a video, we'll get together and we'll like storyboard something and we'll just like go crazy and it'll be great. I wanted. I don't know, I'd been watching loads of horror movies and I thought, I, I like the idea of like one single take that follows, you know, somebody essentially having a cardiac arrest really slowly over the course <laughs> of four minutes. It doesn't have much to do with the song or the narrative of the album, but I like, I like, I like the idea of the, the videos being an almost disconnect to what the song is about. Because that in itself would be even more, like, I don't know, disorientating. I don't know if I was doing something else while I was watching it, because I did not pick up on the heart attack thing at all. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think it's more to be that, I don't know, I've been told loads of different things about it, like uh, Dancer being possessed was one of them. And I get that vibe off it, too, to be fair. Like, he... um, uh, what was I going to say? The dancer in it, Paul Michael Henry, he runs like a really weird, he runs like a really interesting and really abstract dance festival around the world called Unfix. And that's how I found him. And like, he just sent me a video of all these other things he does. He does, And he's he's into this really contemporary style of dance where you contort yourself like in ways that make the body seem grotesque. I realized that I'm like miming out what he does and no one can see that over the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> It's but fine. I re- it's for my benefit. It's no, for yeah. I mean, I'm enjoying myself. <laughs> this is all for you. Um, but no, I think yeah. A large part of the video was just kind of us following him around the room as he improvised the song, and then we just kind of like decided on what the best of those takes were. You're, so yeah. you're saying it had nothing to do with the narrative of the album. Mm-hmm. So what is? I know we're, we're actually well. I know we we're talking about this earlier, but do you want to explain the, the narrative of the album? Cause, yeah. Because uh-huh. I feel like the idea of a concept album, or even the idea of like songs in an album telling a story the idea of that has kind of died out you, you find a lot of albums it's just people oh I wrote 10 songs here they are together it's an album that's that's fair I mean it wasn't like I was trying to re- I wasn't trying to recycle the concept behind Dark Side of the Moon or anything like it, that yeah. I mean I don't know it's funny when I'm like I don't think of what I do as proggy but there's a lot of tangents and there's a lot of twists and turns but I don't know I feel like there's not enough flutes and dragons in my music. Maybe <laughs> maybe you need to add more lasers and stuff. Come down on, like, wires. And you can always piano. have more dragons. That's it. But, so uh, so uh, what is the narrative of the album? I mean, I think the long and short of it is, is I've been wanting to do this for a long, long time. And it's something I've been growing up with in the background as, like, an Asian person in the UK who visits family quite often in India and stuff, the south of India. And, like, essentially what I wanted to write was, like, an academic essay about the caste system. It's, like, a class system that's very prevalent in India, but also in extended parts of, like, the UK, the US as well, where Asian people tend to settle in large numbers. And I I wanted to do, like, an academic essay about the caste system set to music, essentially. And I like the idea of the album having a narrative where it told loads of small stories that are all connected by the fact that they're all... I don't know, they're all governed by this class system that a lot of Indian people feel the need to uphold, even though it's 500 years old, really outdated. So did you have, like, Eastern influence on the music? Did you kind of yeah, listen to a lot of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I grew up in a family with uh, multiple classical musicians in it. 
So my I really really early start, like one of the first things I ever heard would be when I was a baby was like my two cousins who were vocal musicians like Indian classical vocal musicians practicing rudiments like not rudiments is the wrong word like vocal exercises and that kind of thing Carnatic's Carnatic music's what they call it there's a Carnatic uh, violin player called El Subramaniam that I listened to loads in the run up to making this record because I like the idea of sonically referencing his vocabulary so that you're getting a context of where the narrative is pulling from. When I was do- when I was soundtracking before I was a singer songwriter, I used to like the idea of referencing things to build a sense of context that the listener might connect to something else in order to draw the right connotations for the piece that the soundtrack was attached to. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense, like the yeah, idea yeah, of like yeah. referencing the parts of India that like the certain narrative that the narrative is based in, so that you think of that part of India, but then you think of that unintentionally because of the f- kinds of phrases you're hearing and the kind of like. Don't know. So you so you kind of like created themes for uh, areas in India. Yeah, exactly. Like... Yeah, I mean, I I wanted to comment mostly on where my f- extended family are from because that's where I've got the most experience and that's where I've seen a lot of things go. So what made you transition from <clears throat> writing uh, soundtracks to films? Oh to well, singer oh no no. Essentially, what happened was I used to work in the theatre company doing. Uh, doing soundtracks and things and we did a tour uh, touring projection of The Merchant of Venice to London and I think it was just a. I think when I came back from that it was a lot of it was a lot of effort and I felt like the return on it personally speaking it was a good production but it was personally speaking the return wasn't exactly what I wanted so I felt like having been in theatre for a little while I kind of got the vibe that everyone was kind of in it for themselves not that people in music aren't like that but to a far less extent from what I've understood but, like, I started promoting in May 2014. So, yeah, it's been September 2013 to now gigging and playing under the solo name, which is my real name as well. I don't know why I said that. But, like, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the promoting's been happening since There's nothing wrong with stage names. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with it. You know what I like? Because people always look at my name and think it's, like, <clears throat> five white guys from Portland playing East Eastern music <laughs> from a gift shop CD or something. Like, the number of times I've turned up to a gig, and they've been like, what, what's in the name? Is is it like an Arabic proverb? Like, what does it mean? And I'm like, my mum thought it'd be funny. Like, what do you expect me to say? <laughs> but no, I don't know. It's a decidedly uncreative moniker in that it's literally my first and second name, I suppose. But yeah, sorry. So you mentioned that uh, you do promoting. Yeah, yeah. Well. Promoting something I started in May 2014. My first gig was like putting on a grind band and, and, and a couple of noise rock bands in Edinburgh and I've just been doing that since and it's been fantastic. The next show I'm putting on is that there's a new Alpha Male Tea Party album out on the I think it's out actually, no the release was last night and the Edinburgh show for its next Sunday at Opium so if you like your math rock come along but no no yeah I don't tend to discriminate with genres if I like it, I'll put it on and it's been it's been good. Yeah. I was going to say well you've uh, taken some songs to play yeah, yeah, yeah which has made my life a little easier because <laughs> i don't have to try and find some music so i think we're gonna play so is it salo um salo right? and um, they're not a band i can put on though i keep like i don't know i i keep i'll keep dangling many like gold carrots in front of them to try and get them to do anything this is one of the best it's not even one of my favorite scottish albums that, that was put out last year it's one of the best things that i think has ever come out of scotland no it's an album called tell us that you can get for free i think on Bandcamp. but yeah the band are called salo and this song's called three mothers
that was uh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> the hits. The hits. <laughs> just um, catchy tunes non-stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so, okay, so you've also taken a song by... Um, Heather Lee, yeah, 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 she's, yeah, her, <laughs> she's like, uh, she's originally from America, but she's now based in Scotland. I think she was like, uh, she's part of a greater collective that includes, like, uh, Richard Young's and the drummer from the Trembling Bells, whose name escapes me just now, unfortunately. <laughs> but no, she's like a pedal steel player, and her, her style's really interesting, and her voice is very distinctive. What grabbed me about the track I chose in particular is... How terrifying um, it is. No, 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 but the thing that grabs me <laughs> about this particular... Her, like, her, her stuff is like... It, well, I've chosen something that's more atmospheric by her standards. Usually what she does is really, like... Yeah, it's very free. It's very abrasive, and I don't know what it is. It's just the way that it's that kind of quiver in her voice, or those really eerie, like, like you know, high pitched drones. You were talking about listening to the the experience of like. Yeah, yeah, I was listening to it in the train station, and I I, had, I actually kept pausing the song because I was hearing noises, and I couldn't tell if it was in the song or behind me in the train station. <laughs> and it was it was making me. It was honestly, I was I was really uncomfortable listening to it. I reckon it kind of did its job if that was the case. I've abused animals, ooh, yeah. as I stood above them, ooh, yeah.
everything, anything. Ooh. And I screamed at Holly until they pissed in front of me. On was I Abused Animal by Heather Lee thanks uh, thanks, for, thanks for making me feel uncomfortable for four and a half minutes I don't need music to do that but, <laughs> <laughs> but to have it to have it as an aid to make it worse is fine so you've also taken a song by Dog Faced Hermans yeah 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 Dog Faced Hermans are where fantastic. do people come up with these band names I mean, like, <laughs> I, mean I, I was like minus three years old or something <laughs> when they formed so you can't even blame me for that one um, no no Dog Faced Hermans were this incredible noise rock post punk I don't know what what to call it band who were originally based in Edinburgh but I believe they moved they, they decamped to Europe or something in the latter part of their career and they were active from like 1986 to 1994 or something but it's just I hear this I think what was your description of this song and it was it was very good it was like oh was it, it was when I said it was like almost like the a combination of uh, the birthday party and the nation of Ulysses. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a perfect. Just because it's like it. that repetitive, like baseline, and yeah. then like the birthday party, but then just weird, like discordant trumpets and stuff. Yeah, in, like the nation of Ulysses. It was really odd. Um, a friend of mine just shared a video of them playing some cafe in Manchester in like 1994 or something like that. And it, no, but it's like VHS footage of this band just setting up and like I think the video is like quite badly edited, so it's a bit you just see them setting up and you're like okay whatever and they don't look remarkable but then they just start playing and you're like whoa that bass guitar sounds amazing and then th- then the the drums come in and they're really like they sound really free but they're really tight at the same time and it's brilliant
Okay. <clears throat> um, what's saying? Oh yeah. So my mistake that was Volkswagen <laughs> by Dog Faced Hermans, and the album is called Those Deep Buds. So, so what's next for Kapil Sishasi? What's happening? Um, well, I've got another single that I'm rounding things off for that's out on the 18th of August. It's via the same label, Loner Noise, based in Liverpool, who put my last single out. And I'll be touring that starting from the week before that in August. So if you just, yeah, if you watch as far as my Facebook page, Bandcamp and website are concerned, I'll have updates for that coming up. There'll be a video for that as well, which I'm in the midst of finishing off just okay. now. I want, to make, I want it to be a surprise, so no no other details at this point. All right, all right okay. Fair right. enough. So where have you got tour dates booked already? Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. The, um, where about you I, um, It'll just be the UK this time, but like hopefully some Irish dates as well. Okay. So I think I'll be starting on the 11th of August. I think Aberdeen will be my first date, in fact, okay. on the 11th of August. And that'll be... And that'll be until, I'll be touring until the 24th of August. With some additional dates in Edinburgh as well in September. But like uh, more on that online. Yeah. Okay. Watch this space. <laughs> Watch this space, indeed. No, no. Thanks so much for having me. No, nice sorry, thanks for coming in. No, no, thanks, uh, thanks for sh- bringing some music that I'd never heard before. <laughs> and uh, no, thanks for trying to getting me excited, up. making me scared. Just so many. It's been a roller coaster. That's that's what you get with me. That's right. Thanks for coming. In. No, no. And, uh, good luck with the single and stuff. Thank you. Cool. And that is it for episode nine. Thanks for listening. Um, if you guys want to get in touch, you can get in touch via email with chapcastshow at gmail.com or on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash chapcastshow. Um, you can also go into chapcast.com and uh, listen to some previous episodes. Uh, there'll be articles and things going up soon, some album reviews and gig reviews and stuff. But that is it for episode nine. Uh, we're going to... F- finish the episode actually Kapil will finish the episode he's going to play a song for us live but thanks again for listening and I'll see you guys in episode 10 this is Kapil Seishasei playing us out with a raining animal event